You're listening to The Refined Hippie Podcast, a podcast all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant-based veganism for a mind-body-spirit approach to living healthfully and happily for ourselves and our planet. Welcome back to another episode, my lovely friends. I am your host, Rebecca Henson. This is my podcast. I am super stoked that you are joining me today. I have been a little bit off of my podcast schedule, which I was feeling pretty anxious about this past week, but I'm trying to have some compassion for myself considering the current state of the world that we're living in and everything is kind of off everywhere. And I feel that we all kind of feel just a little uneasy, a little off our routine, just trying to figure it out. Every day is different. Being at home a lot <laughs> can uh, cause a lot of stress. And just in general, the uncertainty, of course. I mean, that's basically the main thing, I think, for a lot of us um, is the uncertainty. So it's a weird time. It's bizarre to think that the whole world is being affected by this. And we really are all in this together. I can't even imagine how many times we say that word a day, right? Pretty much most conversations that we're all having currently right now has to do somehow with the coronavirus, <laughs> indirectly or directly. Um, whether you're at home just with your family, I mean, it just comes up. I don't know how many times, but it's a lot. I'm trying to discuss other things, like consciously chat about other topics than that in my daily life. And we're going to try to talk about something that's not that today, although they are connected. (laughs) Um, And that is the immune system. So I figured this would be a good time because our immune system is our first line of defense against illnesses and of course viruses. So I think we need to have a discussion about it, what it is, how we can help it, make it work at its peak performance because, you know, that is going to be the defining kind of piece of the puzzle, right? Of whether we get it or not. Now, does having an enhance, making sure our immune system is working well, does that mean that we're invincible? Of course not. Absolutely not. You're not Superman, but it will help fend off disease or if you get something, then it will shorten the amount of time and the severity of that illness. So we're just going to talk about kind of the basics of the immune system. I'm not going to get into the immune system in its entirety because we would be here for a really, really long time. This is just kind of a general um, overview of ways to enhance our immune system, foods that we can eat, supplements we can take, and just giving us the tools to strengthen our bodies. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, So first things first then, right? What is the immune system? The immune system is made up of organs, tissues, cells, molecules that all work together to protect our bodies. So it's constantly interacting with our internal environment, protecting us from the external one. 
And it helps to distinguish what's good or bad, you know, friend or foe, that type of thing. Uh, it's always interacting with viruses, bacteria, fungus, cancer cells, etc. you know, on a daily second by second moment uh, to help protect us. So there are different thing, factors that play into our immune system. Genetics can play a role of how our bodies react, whether they overreact or underreact to certain stimuli. Um, also aging, basic aging plays a role. There's a lot of different theories on that, particularly, um, mainly a lot of times people who do get older. I mean, of course, I'm not discounting the fact that we're all going to age and things don't work as well for sure, but older people generally do not eat as much fresh fruits and vegetables. So there's certainly something to be said for that, I'm sure, but in general, yes, basic aging will play a role. Um, you know, I, I might even add that oftentimes, especially in America, probably not in the blue zones that I've talked about, but definitely in America, you know, we already don't have a very large focus on fresh fruits and vegetables. And that goes for all ages, sadly. So certainly the elderly is probably even worse than the other age groups in America. So those are some things that can uh, play a role. Obviously, certain disorders, um, will impact the immune system and its response, but we're not going to get into that so much today. Let's first start out with the nutrients that we want to make sure we're not deficient in because that's going to be kind of the first line of defense is basically just making sure that we're not deficient in some of these vital nutrients. The top ones for immune health being vitamin A, C, and zinc. Uh, vitamin A being the first we're going to chat about, it acts essentially as a shield and provides a structural integrity for ourselves. And if our thyroid is functioning properly, then the body produces vitamin A. Uh, you can also supplement with vitamin A, of course, but it literally is a shield for our cells. But it has a lot of different important functions of the body, our eyesight, growth and tissue healing, uh, all rely on vitamin A as well as our skin. It also protects the body from free radical damage and again, the structural support for our cells. It optimizes the function of our white blood cells and then also blocks the activity of certain viruses. So it's really important to make sure we're getting enough vitamin A into our diets. So beta carotene is the precursor for vitamin A. So uh, this is pretty much any food that is yellow or orange is a kind of rule of thumb. Sweet potatoes, carrots, orange peppers, uh, pumpkin, squash, but also cantaloupe, tomatoes, uh, spinach, kale, collards, leafy greens, um, and also citrus fruits have beta carotene. Uh, like I said, you can take a supplement for the vitamin A, but getting our vitamins and minerals from fruits and vegetables really is going to be the most important place to try to get those, um, as well as the fiber and water content that's going to be found in these plants. So the next vitamin we're going to talk about is vitamin C. You probably already know about this one as being important for immune health and keeping away colds and viruses and illness. Uh, it's probably the most important of the antioxidant nutrients, um, and it comes with tons of research-backed evidence fighting, uh, being able to fight bacterial and viral infections. 
and can make them much less serious, even if you do happen to get one. So our bodies do not produce or store vitamin C. So it's essential for us to get it from our diets. Vitamin C is important for the formation and maintain maintenance of collagen. It also helps heal wounds and maintain healthy blood vessels. And it helps increase and encourage the production of white blood cells known as lymphocytes. So some of the best sources are going to be citrus, of course. You probably know that. So oranges, grapefruit, lemons, limes, etc. Also papayas, cantaloupes, strawberries. Uh, some good vegetable sources are going to be red and green peppers, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, uh, tomatoes, asparagus, dark leafy greens have lots of vitamin C. Also cabbage. Uh, you can, can also find vitamin C, obviously supplements, which I definitely recommend taking when you happen to be maybe stressed emotionally, or if you're in a situation where your environment is creating stress on the body. Um, and also if there's a certain illness going around or you think you might be getting sick or you are sick, then it is good to up your vitamin C intake. Uh, also, I'd like to add that vitamin C enhances the absorption of iron. So it's important to add vitamin C when we're cooking, you know, maybe some leafy greens, or if you have a smoothie that has spinach or kale in it, then it's good to add a little splash of lime or lemon, or you could chop up, you know, and put half of an orange in there. Uh, yeah, so that is important. The next thing we're going to talk about is going to be the mineral zinc which is involved in many of our body functions, is thought to help utilize and maintain body levels of vitamin A. So there's a pretty obvious reason to make sure we're getting enough of these uh, important nutrients. So zinc is commonly used in enhancing uh, wound healing. There's also lots of research showing that it reduced the incidence and severity of colds and other infections. Foods that have high zinc that are from plants <laughs> are going to be beans, lentils, chickpeas, those types of things, tofu, uh, nuts and seeds like walnuts, cashews, pumpkin seeds, they have a lot of zinc, also oats and nutritional yeast. You can supplement with zinc um, I think if you're eating a well-balanced, whole food, plant-based diet, you're probably getting enough. However, if you are feeling sick, then you could up your zinc uh, intake. I personally sporadically uh, take zinc um, supplements. Uh, and if I feel like I'm getting sick, then I will take some. But I don't think it's something that most of us need to take all the time. But with any of these nutrients, I encourage you to do your own research. Um, certainly getting some blood work done to know what your levels are is important. Um, again, all of these work best together. If there is a deficiency in one, then the others are not going to work properly uh, and vice versa. So when they're taken together, they, uh, they activate the thymus gland, which improves the T cell activity, which are the lymphocytes or, or the immune cells that protect the body from pathogens and invaders. I'd also like to add that vitamin D, uh, particularly D3 that comes from the sun, is extremely important for immune function. Uh, vitamin D is the sunshine vitamin, y'all. So go outside, 
without sunscreen. Yes, I said it. Expose your skin without sunscreen for at least 15 to 20 minutes a day. I know that sounds taboo because there's been so much fear mongering, I feel like, uh, over the past couple decades about the sun. Um, But (laughs) we need the sun and we need vitamin D uh, from the sun uh, that it really helps everything function more properly and especially our immune system. There is so much research and evidence linking the immune system and low levels of vitamin D. If you want to supplement with vitamin D, I encourage you to find uh, a vegan source from lichen. Lichen is a type of fungi that grows on trees and it is a great source of vitamin D. Also, mushrooms are a good uh, source of vitamin D. So, um, those are some ways to get it into your diet if you're not getting out there into the sunshine. Of course, I cannot talk about the immune system and not mention gut health because over 70% of our immune system is found in the gut. Obviously, another reason why gut health is so important and the health of our gut plays a role in literally every system of our body. So no wonder it plays a role in our immune system. So making sure our gut microbiota is balanced is, of course, going to be super important. And I have several um, episodes, podcast episodes on that because I'm not going to dive into that today. But there's a lot of, of different things that we can do to make sure that it's balanced to promote immune homeostasis. So uh, some other things that strengthen our immune function is going to be exercise, get out there and move in the body is always going to be important for pretty much everything. And uh, it's certainly important for immune health. Um, Essential fatty acids are going to be good. Also fasting and detoxification also enhance immune function and they lower just the overall immune load. So um, intermittent fasting can be helpful. You know, I, I try to do that most days really. Um, and just making sure that we're detoxifying our bodies in sweating. Sweating is a good thing. Uh, eating certain foods that help with detoxification. Um, and again, moving the body because that, that moves the lymph system and the circulation and that sort of thing. So Now that we've talked about the nutrients and some of the things that can help immune health, let's talk about what depletes our immune health. So the number one thing, I've said it before, is going to be stress. Probably not a shocker. (laughs) So stress totally wrecks havoc on all our systems and... It's no surprise then that it wreaks havoc on our immune system. It weakens the immune system. Um, Also, those vital nutrients that I was just talking about get eaten up through the stress. And the antioxidant nutrients, which are vitamin A, E, C, and also B vitamins, will get depleted by stress. Also, minerals like zinc, selenium, calcium, magnesium, iron, potassium, all become reduced from stress. And how do we deal with this stress, especially considering the current world we're living in right now? I truly believe just having a general awareness of your stress and when it's happening, when it's becoming chronic, um, that is going to be super important. 
so you are aware of it and you can try and stop it or at least calm it down when it's happening. Um, I think that meditation is a huge tool for dealing with stress. Um, If that's something that you're interested in, I encourage you to explore it. Obviously, there are apps talked about, you know, there are apps for that. Um, You know, being with loved ones, calling your friends and family on the phone. I think that journaling, journaling is a great way to eliminate some stress, just getting out your negative thoughts. That helps. Laughter, fresh air, being out in nature for a lot of us can relieve stress. Um, Of course, like I said, exercise, yoga, uh, and take some deep cleansing breaths. I mean like breathing from your soul, like breathing breathing deep down, you know, just inhale as much air as you can. Um, For some odd reason, you can't be that stressed when you're breathing in. You can't, it's, it's hard to think about other things. So those are some, some ways to do that. Um, other things that cause immune function issues <laughs> are going to be the foods that cause stress in our body and in acidic environments. So um, refined sugars, alcohol is going to be really bad for the immune function and immune health. Chemicals in our food, so this means pesticides, preservatives, all kinds of crap that's sprayed on our food, saturated fat, dairy products, because yes, they are acidic and mucus forming, eggs also are those, and processed meats. Um, Lack of sleep, of course, is going to be bad for our immune function. And that is a hard one because when we're stressed, then we have a hard time sleeping and then we have a hard time sleeping because we're stressed and it becomes a vicious cycle. So this is where, you know, trying to, um, you know, incorporate some of these tools for managing stress, whether that be meditation or journaling, and then also focusing on your food. Another way is going to be to incorporate certain foods into our diet. Um, So when it comes to immune health, there are other foods and uh, supplements or herbs that are really good for immune health. So those are going to be mushrooms, which I talked about you know, they're high in vitamin D. So those are really good for immune health. Garlic is excellent. Uh, there are certain herbs like licorice, echinacea, golden seal, elderberry, oregano, olive leaf, and rosemary oil are also excellent for our immune systems. Um, but I also wanted to add something because I had kind of forgotten to talk about it, um, <laughs> which is protein. So of course, protein, um, we need to have a sufficient amount and uh, the right amino acids, which are going to help form the immune tissues and antibodies. But the thing is about protein, which I've talked about before, is quality over quantity. So one reason that we want to make sure we're getting protein from plants is because if we're getting it from an animal source, then we're also going to get the inflammatory response that comes along with the animal protein. So when we're talking about plant protein versus animal protein, the plants have all the vitamins and minerals that we need and without that inflammatory response. And most of those vital nutrients that we just spoke about earlier, uh, the best sources are from 
plants. I mean, vitamin C you do not get from animal protein, uh, not very much at least. Um, vitamin A, you can find it in uh, beef liver and some other nasty things, but you can also get it in large quantities from plants. So why not? Um, zinc also you can get in some animal prote- products, but again, you can find it readily available in lots of plants. So why not go to the plant source? So you're getting the plant protein plus all these essential vital nutrients that we need, plus fiber and plus water content that's in them, as opposed to the animal protein that is going to be lacking in those things. Um, And again, it's going to cause an acidic environment and it's going to create a more trouble for our body to have to process. It's going to be more difficult for our liver and uh, organs to have to uh, deal with and it's going to put a strain on them. So, you know, excess protein is, is going to be bad for our immune system. Again, it's going to put strain on our organs. Um, saturated fat, of course, is going to be in that, lumped in that. I talked about that earlier. Saturated fat is bad for our immune health. And what it essentially was going to do is it's going to clog up our vascular and lymphatic systems. Um, so in, in that way, it suppresses our immunity. Um, so just another reason not to eat animal protein, which probably if you're listening to this, you know that. Um, but yeah, so those are the pretty much the main things I wanted to chat about today when it comes to our immune function and making it function properly and at its best. This is certainly important nowadays. I don't think there is enough emphasis on this topic. Um, There's a lot of fear around, um, you know, what's going on in the coronavirus and I'm not saying that we shouldn't take any of this seriously, but we, but we should focus on the things that we have control of. You know, we don't have control of what's going to happen in the whole world, but we have control over what we're putting into our bodies and whether it is going to help us or hurt us, right? So if we're putting in all of these really healthy foods, they're going to strengthen our bodies and make our bodies strong so that they can defend us and, and, and help us to keep away illness or virus, um, then that's what we want to do, right? We don't want to be eating a bunch of junk food. I know that's easy for us uh, when we're sitting at home feeling sorry for ourselves or we're bored. It's easy to reach for junk food. Um, it just is. But this is the most important time of all times to be focusing on real whole foods that are nutritious, that are fresh, um, because that's what our body needs. And that's what our body, that's our body's primary fuel. That is what is going to help it function and balance and be balanced. Um, so I think that there needs to be, be more emphasis on that. I, um, I wish that there was, <laughs> uh, I know there's a lot of different doctors that I have followed, uh, and, and following that are, are focusing on that, of course, in the, you know, lifestyle and functional medicine world. Um, Dr. Shiva has posted a lot about, about this and some really good videos about immune health that I, uh, implore you to, to research on your own. And as always, you know, this is not medical advice. Um, this is just information 
that you can take and do your own research on if you'd like, or, you know, talk to a medical care provider if you'd like about what would work for best for you. Um, you know, it's your own body. Everybody's different. So you need to, to listen to your body and know what, what is best. Um, as always, <laughs> thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Uh, the podcast is going to be now uh, bi-weekly for the foreseeable future. It just works better for me and the way my schedule is right now. And I think the way the world is um, that it's just going to be kind of uh, the best structure for the Refined Hippie podcast. So the next episode should be out uh, the 15th. So yeah, um, it's the beginning of April and the next one will be out the 15th. Um, If I get a wild hair, I might do some bonus episodes but I'm not really sure. We'll just see how, how everything goes. Um, if you are enjoying this podcast, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share all the fun things. <laughs> and you can also check me out on my website, therefinedhibby.com. I hopefully am going to be posting a bunch of new recipes soon. Um, also, you can sign up for my newsletter there. I send out secret recipes every now and then also tips and recommendations for my newsletter subscribers and if you are enjoying these podcast episodes and finding value in them as well as the information that I'm putting out on my website then you can support the podcast by sending a tip through my website Um, there is a little gold button on the bottom right hand corner and also a button that says support pretty much right in the middle of the page uh, you can tip as little or as much as you'd like. This is through Tipolink, a platform that allows tipping on the internet. It does not require a subscription, so you can tip as little or as much as you want, when you want. Um, I really love that because, especially now, I mean, who wants another subscription, right? We don't know what's happening with the world. So, but again, you can tip like a dollar. It doesn't matter. Um, I think this is a really great platform that could be super helpful, especially for um, the current situation that we're in right now. So check that out. You can also learn more at tiplink.com. Um, and also check me out on Instagram at hippie. I post stories every day about what I'm eating, what I'm doing. Um, I do little rants <laughs> every now and then and uh, just follow me along. So until next time, my lovely friends, please stay safe and healthy and I love you all so much. Peace and plants. Bye.